This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a young child is so troubled by what they see in their room late at night that it makes it impossible for them to ever sleep soundly in their own bed again. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Then it is 855-853-4802, our phone number to call in and share your real ghost stories with us. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. We would absolutely love to hear them. Support the program, keep us on the air, get all the bonus content. You get a brand new EPP bonus episode every single week. You get advanced episodes of the show, ad-free, and our archive as well. All there, all for you. Only five bucks a month, or you can get one month free and sign up for the annual membership at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Annual memberships now available in both locations, or you can go month to month at five bucks and get access to everything. That's what keeps us on the air. We greatly appreciate your support. Tony and Harper joining you for the weekend kid friendly edition of the program. And how are you this fine day, Miss Harper? I am great. I got all my schoolwork done. Yeah. It was not a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting because you're doing the online uh, thing. And what you're doing is really what I remember when I was your age, I was thinking, oh, we could be so much more efficient if we could just work at our own pace. If we just, 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 you know, just get done what needs to be done. Cause it always, I always thought that when I was in school, uh, in, in the classroom, like 95% of the day was wasted on trying to keep up with everybody else and things of that nature. And like, if you just gave me the list of things to do, I'd have it done in an hour, which is kind of what you're doing. <laughs> so, Well, I only got today's done is like a few minutes because, well, my social studies and my language, mm-hmm. um, I got all those done. Mm-hmm. 
like on Monday. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's something where if you, you can work at your own pace. You'd be surprised how much you can get done. And then when you have the extra time, they can use that extra time for, for learning other things and other things that, that you're interested and passionate about. That seems to be how some other uh, areas, other countries have kind of their uh, their education system set up, which is why they're excelling far beyond the United States. Anyway, that's for another show. Uh, but, uh, anyhow, uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Should we jump to our first story? Of course we should. All right, let's go to the first one. It says, so my story starts when I was little in South Wales. My parents bought a brand new house on plots that had been allotments from wartime up until they were bought by a developer built on the end of a Victorian street of a miner's housing. They were two-story houses overlooking the valley with typical British layout of kitchen, living room, dining rooms downstairs, three bedrooms, and a bathroom upstairs. My mother was pregnant with me when they moved in and did not remember any activity happening until I was about 10 years old. I always felt like I was being watched, especially when it's in my room. My mother always told me I was silly and no one had lived in the house before, so it could not possibly be haunted. The activity started escalating when I became a teenager. Things going missing only to turn up in different places. Noises such as creaking floorboards, but most things that could be explained away. On Sunday, mom was preparing Sunday dinner when the Hobbs turned on by themselves and burnt the bottom of the saucepan. I always felt like someone was watching me when I sat by my stereo. If often sit recording songs from the radio, desperately trying to cut out the DJ... My door would open and I would turn to talk to my mother, but no one was there. This happened quite often. Even with the streetlight shining in from outside, I would never turn the lights off in that house. The final and scariest event happened when I was about 17 years old. My bedroom was designed in a way that wardrobes framed my bed, which jut out in the middle of the room. One night I was awoken from deep sleep to find a woman sat sitting on the side of my bed. I felt the depression of the bed where she sat, which woke me up. She had long chocolate brown curly hair, which covered her face. She wore a thick puff-sleeved cotton blouse with tan-colored suede skirt and matching waistcoat. She did not look at me, nor did she say anything. She just sat there. I tried to convince myself that she was a part of a dream that I had not entirely woken up from, but she did not disappear. Filled with fear, I managed to untangle the blankets from my feet and run to my parents' room, screaming. I refused to sleep in that room for a week, but I could not shake the clear image of the woman. I went through family albums in my great aunt's house, but none of them resembled the woman. An old lady in the neighboring mining houses was being cared for by a family friend who happened to tell her about my ordeal. The lady told her that during the war, a woman had been murdered in one of the allotments and told her name was Maggie. Once we knew who she was, we never had any issues in that house from her again was as if she wanted us to know her story well it's kind of i just don't like it if like i know you come into my room at night just to check on me mm -hmm. but it's still creepy to have someone in your room at night that you don't know exactly yeah i mean i go to make sure that you haven't like injured yourself and you're falling asleep and you haven't fallen out of your bed and i do less and less of that these days it used to be an every night thing, but now maybe, I don't know, once, twice a week, I guess go check on you quick. But um, but yeah, if you have something that shouldn't be there, not mom or dad coming to check on you, 
it, it's going to be unsettling. Even if you know, like, the identity of who it is, yeah, I mean, it, it will probably permanently be unsettling for someone. I don't know that I would ever, me personally, be at peace with that happening. Exactly, because it's just like, why are you here? <laughs> we could have just chatted during the day, not when it's a full moon at night. That's creepy. Get out of my face. So, <laughs> so you have more issue with, uh, with the inconsiderate uh, time period at which the ghost chooses to make itself known. Not so much the idea of making itself known. Exactly. So just work on a better schedule and you might get along better. That's how I am. I, I get that. You got you to gotta stick to punctuality. People that don't stick to it, it's annoying as hell. Exactly. It, it, it's just like, I have to do this at this time. Yeah. Not that time. We cannot meet up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I, I think you're exactly right. The thing is, as you get older, you'll find more and more people who are insanely not punctual when it comes to things during the day, even. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, is when I have um, either an interview scheduled and the interviewee um, doesn't uh, show or they are completely off on their time, no matter how many times we've talked about it's this time zone and that time zone, and there's a difference. We want to make sure that we get this right. Um, and, and accidents happen, things come up, and if it's valid and it's reasonable, I'm usually very forgiving about it. But I, what, what I hate, what I absolutely hate, what will get someone to never be on this show again is when, um, or, or ever, period, is when we have an interview scheduled and the reasoning is just simply, oh, well, you know, I had something else uh, going on. So uh, maybe we do it another time, you think? Maybe. No apology. No anything. No, just, you know, just completely blown off. It's just like. Like, if, if go ahead. It's like, you can apologize. We can meet up a different time. You don't. When, when, when my time is treated as, as worthless. And, and, and it's 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 talked about in that way when someone's response is like that. I don't even know if half the time people realize they're doing that. But when if you set a time with somebody to do something and then you don't show up or you don't at least let them know if something's changing or canceled. And then when you're called on it and you just brush it off like it's no big deal, like that's your problem. That's I guess a lot of people don't care. But to me, that's like a mm, no more. I was someone had wanted to interview me a couple of weeks ago. And I had set aside a time and I was all set for it, made sure I was available. I, I am a very busy person, so setting aside an hour is not an easy thing. And I was here, I was ready, and then I'm like Skyping going, okay, are you ready to go? They're like, oh, well, I actually had to make a run to the grocery store to go get some more cheese. And <laughs> I'm just like, well, that's extremely unprofessional. And then I blocked the person and I will never, ever an interview with them because it's just like okay it's respect it's respecting other people's time i know and it's like you could have done this earlier yeah it's not like a business meeting yeah it's not like you have to go to the hospital you have to go to the something some there's a lot of valid reasons going and picking up more cheese when someone's setting aside an hour of their day for you in another part of the country is not a valid reason so it's just like you need to have a good schedule. I can yep. 
go get the cheese before <laughs> my interview, yeah. and then I can do the interview. And if I forgot something, then I go back to the grocery store. And you got to figure out a scheduling system that works for you. And I think that's where a lot of problems come in. Anyway, back to the ghost stories. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. We also teach life lessons here on the ghost show. <laughs> On the kids edition. Now uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our next letter. It says, I've lived in a house all my life. I never believed in ghosts until about two years ago. I remember seeing hints as a kid involving things moving, shadows crossing mirrors or in the corner of my eye, and occasionally a whisper. I dismissed it as being only in my mind. However, not long after my 13th birthday in October, I found a small flower on my bed. When I looked up about flowers, I found out that this flower was a black-eyed Susan. I received this flower a few times over the course of five weeks. Each time, the flower was either slightly wilted or very wilted. When I addressed my parents about it, they had worried looks but told me I imagined things. After another month had passed, I found actual writing in my diary. It only said, Adeline. When I showed it to my parents, they claimed I had written that, and even though it was clearly not my handwriting because I had terrible cursive handwriting, whereas the writing in the diary was perfect cursive. That night while I was sleeping on the top part of my bunk bed, the lower part belonged to my older sister who moved away. I could hear someone moving in the lower bunk. When I looked and saw no one there, I again dismissed it as my imagination. That very night, I had a dream of a dark-haired girl sitting in a field of flowers, and when she turned to look at me, she had no face. When I woke up at 3.23 a.m., I know because I looked at the alarm clock, I heard a soft voice calling my name. After that, I did not, did not have anything happen to me until my 14th birthday. I was talking to one of my friends on the phone on November 16th at around 11.30, and suddenly, the phone went dead. I was about to put the phone down when the phone opened again. I thought my friend was still on the other side. So I said, are you still there? But then a small, timid-sounding voice whispered, I'm here, and I am waiting. I freaked out, and I slammed the phone on the receiver. I then looked up on the internet about my house. This was when I learned about the history of the house. Apparently, it's over 50 years old, and the previous family had moved out due to the untimely death of one of the girls in the household. Since the remaining family member lived several blocks away from me, I decided to pay them a visit. When I was riding there on my bike, I passed a large dead field. It took me a moment to recognize it, but it was the field from my dream. When I got to the house, an elderly woman answered the door. When I told her that I came to her to inquire about her sister, she let me in. She told me that her sister had been disliked by her parents due to her choice of friends and the fact that she never did anything right. The father even beat her because of that. She began to be disobedient, often leaving the house without permission to be with her friends. I was told she was about 12 at the time. Then one night, she came home at 3 a.m. crying. Her parents were awakened and began yelling at her about staying late and that she was making a huge fuss. Then the sister got into bed and cried. Abby, the woman's name, thought that she would be okay and fell back asleep after her sister got into bed. However, in the morning, her sister was not in bed. Abby finally found her 20 minutes later in the bathroom next to her bedroom, pills in hand. She had killed herself by overdosing on medicine. The sister's name was Adeline. Then Abby showed me a picture of the girl, and I started shaking. It was clearly the girl from my dream. I told Abby about the strange phenomena occurring in my house, and Abby said that Adeline's relentlessness 
was the reason they moved out in the first place. She asked my name, and when I told her, Abby's eyes widened. Amanda was the name of Adeline's closest friend who had visited her often. She told me that I looked like her. When I told her about the flower, she said that the black-eyed Susan was Adeline's favorite flower. I'm not sure if I should be worried, but for now it appears Adeline wants to talk to me. She seems to be benign, but what should I do to be sure? I would say if you want to communicate, that's at your own risk. Um, but I, there really isn't a whole lot of ways to be sure it is who you know it says it is. But clearly some of these things have matched up. Um, so I'd say odds may be in your favor that it is indeed Adeline, this this ghost who had passed away and this this spirit of this child who may just, you know, want to play, want to have a companion and has finally found someone who, you know, she feels comfortable with. Or could it be something completely different? We don't know. <laughs> yes, there could be that. It, it could be something that's, that's using the, uh, the imagery of a child to gain trust. I never said anything about um, it, like, looking like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, whispers and that sort of stuff. But it did, but it did say, like, shadows reflecting off of mirrors and mm -hmm. shadows out the corner of her eye. So, could it be something else that appears to be... I forgot her name. Adeline. Adeline? Or... or could it actually be Adeline? I'm going to go that could actually be Adeline. <laughs> I think it might actually be Adeline. Um, that's my guess, but, you know, we're not any people who can tell you for sure uh, who it, it may or may not be. But just from experience and from hearing stories similar to this, I'd say most of the arrows point that it's likely the spirit of the girl. And it also didn't say anything about the friend dying so who so could it be adeline placing the black-eyed susan onto the bed or could it be something else i i think it's probably adeline i think adeline is involved and the, you wouldn't hear anything about their friend dying because the other friend i think just probably grew up and moved on with life because it's so many years uh, years later um, would be interesting though what, what, what would be super interesting to do is if you could track down who the friend was uh, at the time that that she this girl looks like and although she may be you know an older woman now if you could bring her back into that house and see if if the spirit communicates with her realizing it's her best friend and is older now and then maybe at some point making the realization that in life and the living side everyone has aged and everyone has moved on and everyone has grown old and this little girl is still being a little girl, and maybe it's time that she found a way to move on, if in fact that's what she should be doing. I don't know. I'm not here to speak and say everything should move on to the next side. I think some are completely content just hanging out over there. Um, so, Here's a big question that, that I have. If you die at that age, do you stay that age mm -hmm. in the spirit world? It's a good question. We've had stories that play both ways. Uh, we've had stories where it seems uh, it stays, you, you stay at a young age. We've had stories where sometimes it seems the the individual has grown and, and aged. We've had stories where an individual is very old when they die and they seem to come back at a very young age. 
So, <laughs> exactly. There's every answer to that question is the answer to that question. We do not have an answer, but we've had examples of all of the above. It's, I bet the timeline is weirder in the spirit world than it is down here. I don't know if there is a timeline in the spirit world. I don't know if everything is just kind of there. I don't know. Cause that just the fact that things jumble around like that, and they're just trying to wrap your mind around the idea of there not being a timeline is your head will explode trying to, to think about that one. But it's um, it, 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 more questions than answers as per usual when it comes to this uh, this show. 855-853-4802 is our number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our next story. It says, I was deep in slumber and found myself waking up yet again. I felt like I was not alone. But instead of the feeling of someone else just being in my room, the presence felt very strange. I opened my eyes, and much to my surprise and horror, there was someone else in my bed. I was lying on my side facing my wall, and the person was jammed between my wall and me in what little space there was. My bed is not very wide, so there was not a lot of space for two people. Their face had to be mere inches from my own. I had to be about 14 or so years old at the time. Jet black hair, completely black eyes and mouth. He looked like he was smirking, but it was hard to tell as I scrambled out of bed faster than I could ever register completely what exactly was beside me. Even then, scared as I was, I still managed to stammer out, Can I help you? He slowly pushed himself up by his arms only slightly and continued to look at me. I noticed how he was clothed, all black, but the clothes could be somewhat like, say, how a boy's Japanese school uniform looks. That's the best description I can give. His skin was very pale, and I'm sure it would be almost gray-white if the light were to shine on him. It was the first time one of the apparitions had appeared elsewhere than a corner of my room, and the first time one of them had actually done more than just turn of their head to follow me with their gaze. I shuddered out again. I was terrified. I, I, can, I can help, but I'll, I'll turn on the light first. Like always, I went to switch on the light. However, this time I ran and switched on the light as fast as I could. I was too afraid to look behind me at the time. It took me a few seconds to regain my nerves, and when I looked back, the strange boy was gone out of my bed, and I felt myself to be very weak and shaky, and had broken out in a cold sweat. I could not think straight, and I was afraid of stepping further into my room. After a few moments, I managed to contain myself, but I did not want to switch off that light again, and it took me a long time before I even thought of trying to lie back down in bed. It was an hour later before I managed to fall asleep as far away from the side of the bed that was pressed against the wall as I could, and the lights were on. Never had I experienced something so creepy and strange or something that was so close to my face. When I think back on it, I get mixed feelings. Sometimes I think I was just scared. Other times I think that he did not deserve it. And I wonder if I managed to offend him somehow. What if he was honestly trying to just get help? I remain uncertain today. But if he does come back and if he does want help, then I would prefer he would appear to me in the corner of my room. Uh, where I'm also very frightened that he's not there for that reason and will appear in my bed again one day with an entirely different purpose. That's kind of scary if it's in your bed and on the corner of your room. Yeah, I mean, either way would be terrifying, but if it's right there in your bed, that's really invading your space. Yeah, it's just like, 
Get the hell away from me. I don't know that I'd be as kind to say, can I help you? I, I, I think as, as polite I normally uh, it would be in public to, to someone, uh, if something's in my room, my, I think, initial reaction is get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I am, too. If it's something that really shouldn't be there, I would be probably acting with a little more aggression than, than let's appease this. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, the, it's hard to say until you're in that situation. You may also be thinking, I don't want to upset whatever this is, so I'm going to try and be super friendly too you know that could be what's going through one's mind no i'm not because it's <laughs> in my bed <laughs> i'm just saying you know that of of what what's maybe going through someone's mind as to why they were that polite but that would be horrifying yes if i could i would just be like get out of my room i will slam the door in your face i hope that you get caught by my parents get the hell away from me well it's one thing if that's a person and it's another if it's a ghost because if it's a ghost you'd be like you slam the door it walks right back through the door <laughs> and it's like so do you <laughs> so so maybe that's where being being nice uh may may go a long ways to uh helping that situation uh not be uh so uh, so riveting uh, 855-853-4802 is our number. Let's go to a call. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, my name is Sarah. Um, I've always been intrigued in afterlife and death. In fact, I'm a hospice nurse. I deal with death on a daily basis. Um, I have always been sensitive, I think, to things I experienced smells and things as a child and it wasn't until I met my ex-husband when I was 19 that things started getting pretty intense. Um, my ex I knew for a month before we got married so not very long and he lived in a dorm room on an Air Force base and he would tell me that he um, would wake up with these ginormous scratches on his body it looked like someone took a razor and just put it down his body and I didn't really believe him until one day he woke up with one and we were sleeping in a twin bed together so and it was it was straight down his arm from his shoulder all the way down to his arm there's no way you could do that in your sleep by scratching it would be jagged and stuff um, we moved into a house on base and that's when things really increased. We would hear the front door slam, uh, light fixtures would fall, the TV would turn off and on, um, my son's toys would turn off and on on their own. Um, I, we had our computer down in the basement, it was concrete, and I would hear the chair rolling around at night, especially while he was deployed to Iraq. Uh, I used to constantly be what I thought was him walking up the stairs and I would follow it into our bedroom and say, Hey, you know, um, you know, whatever I needed at the time. And he'd be out like in the garage somewhere. So that would always kind of confuse me. We then moved to New Mexico and I would say things got pretty quiet for a while. We then moved to Las Vegas and that's when things really started to intensify. 
we would call them, we have three ghosts or spirits there. We have a little girl who um, I've come to learn that sometimes little girls are usually demonic spirits that manifest as children to, you know, make you feel comfortable. I definitely feel like we have demonic spirits there. Uh, I constantly see this little girl run up and down the stairs. I saw a full body apparition once run across the living room. That night, there was also a tall man who would constantly peer in the room, you know, dark figures, shadows, and stuff like that at the corner of my eye. I can't count how many times I woke up from a dead sleep to someone saying my name and shaking my leg and feeling that person pulling my leg. Um, coldness, smells, footsteps, um, all of that were very apparent in that house. And it was a brand new build. So it wasn't like it was, you know, an older home where someone had died. We were the first owners. Uh, the other spirit was an old woman who I believed to be my grandma. I was going through a really hard time. Unfortunately, my ex was abusive physically and emotionally, and I really struggled staying in the marriage for my children. And I, I think my grandma showed up at a time in my her and just present there and I would instantly start thinking of my grandma which was interesting because she had at that point been passed for 15 years uh, you know and the other two spirits just intensified intensified and so finally um, after another abusive episode I left the home and I um, divorced my ex and my kids had to unfortunately go back sometimes for visitation at the time and they told me that after I moved out, things intensified. Things were getting um, constantly, the ring doorbell would get in motion and there'd be nobody there and it wasn't. And my kids have both experienced full body apparitions um, of the man, as well as hearing footsteps run up and down the stairs, and electronics turning off and on. Um, and it's interesting to me, just that dark energy that was there. I sometimes wonder if it obviously followed us um, from our first place in Washington, but I kind of wonder if the abusive behavior didn't also come from maybe the demonic energy that has followed him. Um, he states that they're still there um, despite saging the house, but he's also provoked them with Ouija boards and stuff and so since I've moved out, I'm now in California, and even when I still was in Las Vegas, um, I haven't had any spirits at my home. So they're definitely connected to him. And so that's my, my ghost story. Thank you for sharing uh, that experience with us. Don't write off the abuse as something that had to do with um, demonic spirits. You know, could it intensify things? Could it, it uh, you know, essentially add on to it and, and make someone uh, even more rageful than they already are? Sure. But a, a person that is like that is going is, is like that. Um, but, uh, and quite often what you, what you encounter with, with people who have personalities like that is negative energy and negative spirits attaching to them and, and 
following them and just, you know, kind of feeding off of that negative energy because that's what feeds them. Um, so yeah, it, it does sound a lot like it, it's very much attached to him, uh, or, or around him at the very least. Um, but, uh, very much, you know, someone who he will, he would need to make a, a choice to say, I need to change who I am in my life. Um, it, it, if he wants, I think some of these things to, to get away from him, if he's sitting there provoking it and all that, that's just going to make things worse. But if, if he truly wants that stuff to stop, he needs to make a change in himself and how he's acting outwardly towards other human beings before I think anything dark is going to say, oh, this isn't prime breeding ground for uh, for messing with someone. It, it, it's like spoiled milk, you know, in a way. You know, milk, if it's pasteurized and cleaned and good and safe, it, it you can drink it without problem. If you let it, sit out uh, for a long period of time uh, without refrigeration, other things get into it. The, you know, little, you know, microorganisms and such ruin the the milk and make it dangerous. Um, And, you know, it it would need to be, you know, gotten rid of, uh, you know, or somehow uh, clean. It's one thing if the thing that's in your house or dorm room is hurting you. Like, did you, don't you remember, like, when, when she said that it was, that was, like, scratches? Yeah. That's not okay. No, no, it sounds like there's something dark there that, uh, that feeds off of the energy that, that's been created, um, you know, with, with the individuals in the house. And I know many of you are sitting there going, what the hell was that noise in that call? I know, it's just like. There was a weird sound. I'm going to, and I'll play it back here. I'm going to guess it was just her phone cutting out because that's what it appeared to be. But here's that magical moment one more time, just in case. Staying in the marriage for my children. And I, I think my grandma showed up at a time in my and That was weird. That was a weird, that was weird. I'll give you that. That was... And just... And then it cuts out completely. Then present there. She's back. It's it's it sounds like a hum. What do you think? Put up at a time in my and just. I might have been an EVP, kids. Um, I don't know the answer, but that was rather strange. One more time. I, I think my grandma showed up at a time in my. I don't know. I'll let you guys tell me what you think you heard because I don't know what I just heard. And I, 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 it, it, it sounds like there may be some audible words in there, but I don't know. I'll even turn the music off here and we'll play it back. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. You can go okay, ahead and play Let's it. play it. And just cut out then present comes back i wonder if let us know if it gives you any magical experiences <laughs> any magical experiences <laughs> well or any experience at all whether feelings thoughts words what are you making out of this i don't know it almost feels like there's something like being said there i heard like me first I think my grandma showed up at a time in my 
I hear what you're saying. And that's the dangerous thing, though. When one person makes a suggestion of what they think it says, others say, oh, I hear it now, too. So anyway, tell me what you guys think you heard in that. Maybe it's nothing. I don't know. But it's of of all the calls that we've had and people go, was that an EVP? This is one of the few other than like Richard that seemed to have something weird with it. Um, give me your feedback on it, everybody. Uh, and on that note, what do you think about that? How lucky are you? You're on the episode where we might actually have actually heard something, uh, something paranormal. That scared me. I was just like, what is that noise in the background? Yeah. I need to know this. I heard like me first. What does that mean? Give me a message. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. Uh, and if that even is what it was saying or just bad cell signal i i don't know but uh we'll let, let the audience kind of give us some feedback there bones can't say words unless if it's siri no they they can't but but they can take the audio that you are speaking and it can get garbled up which i'm wondering if that is what that is in fact her words is kind of getting garbled in the signal she never said me first so i, and I don't know say if, that. i don't know if me first is what's being said though i don't know i heard boom me first take a listen marriage for my children and I, I think my grandma showed up at a time in my and I think there's more I don't know what else is being said there you go your first EVP Harper that's scary Harper and daddy's first EVP experience together what does EVP stand for electronic voice phenomenon and it's uh, it's what sometimes people will uh, you've seen like or, or heard of like ghost hunters out there. They have their tape recorders and stuff. Yeah. Um, what they're trying to do is pick up EVPs, stuff that comes up only on the recorder, but you're not necessarily hearing uh, out loud. Um, and you go back and listen to the tape recorder and sometimes you'll get uh, responses. Although sometimes we've had occurrences where they seem to come through on phone calls. Um, we had one a long time ago. Uh, about six, seven years ago, you were a baby. Uh, Richard in Chattanooga. You may have heard me say that before. Um, he was uh, laying on his couch telling us his story, and it was something very dark going on in his house. And what sounded like, to me, it sounded like somebody opened a patio door, like a sliding patio door, and you hear that whoosh sound. Um, that's what it sounded like, and I thought nothing of it until the audience started calling and writing in in mass right afterwards and I made no big deal about it on the show I didn't even say anything about it on that episode but in mass they were calling in saying oh my god I felt sick to my stomach when I heard that noise what the hell was that then I asked him did you open a patio door or something when you were talking to us and he said no I was just laying on my couch the whole time so it was a weird one yeah I think you told me this one before yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I've shared some version of the story with you. But uh, if you guys out there are going, what is that story? Um, uh, the, uh, the the episode, Richard and Chattanooga, you can find it way back uh, in the archive there. Uh, interesting stuff. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And please do keep us posted on how things progress. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show and you want to become an EPP, extra podcast person, and support the program. It's only $5 a month. Go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. 
and uh, sign up for five bucks a month or annually and get one month free. Not bad. Check it out. Ghostpodcast.com or Patreon.com slash Real Ghost Stories. Until next time, for Harper and all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.